I heard a bunch of kids. You, but you boys lost faith in me, huh? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, I think are, we are late. We have reason. Um, I mean, I almost killed someone today at that cell phone repair shop. <laughs> you make an appointment. They say it's going to be done in three hours. Four hours and 15 minutes later, I'm still sitting there. An idiot. <laughs> How, how's my wind noise? Where, I've, heard where, it, I've heard it bad. What? Wind noise is fine. And you should turn the fan off. Charlie, where is this repair shop? Dedham. Oh, Dedham. my God. That's, yeah. that's your first mistake. It's uh, Samsung certified, so I wanted to get it done, so it's still... I mean, they did a nice job. Just don't tell me it's going to take three hours. My God. What did you have repaired? I said I got a new screen. It was cracked. Charlie cracked his screen uh, lifting weights the other day, yeah? Right on the treadmill. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, a, ten, a five pounder can break a screen, so. <laughs> All right, should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's. Recording. What episode number are we on? 45. Million and one. Zero, 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 four, five. Welcome to the pod. Megapod. Um, Oh, yeah, Megapod is right. We have been pretty, pretty lax in recording these suckers. Yep. It's just been a, it's been a busy summer for everybody, you know, dog days of summer. Finally got Rob on the horn, so now we can do it. Yeah, let's play Rob. Yeah, go ahead. I'll take it. I, I've got broad enough shoulders. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the first time. Uh, well, no, I think we recorded somewhere. Post move though, have we recorded? No, since the move? I have not no. seen the, this office. Yeah, it's a new office. It's wild. It looks nice. Um, he recorded from Drake's one time. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. My house share. <laughs> yeah, you're so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call? What do you have a name for the share house? Uh, Drake's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We can we can workshop that. The Helm House. The Helm Hive. The Helm um, Hive. Well, we're going blind. No agenda tonight, right? Nope. So what uh where do we want well, to we got three races to cover. Yep. Oh we've got the British Grand Prix. Yep. All right, let, let, we, I don't the think German we need to Grand do the Prix. our our race recaps. No, we don't. Well let's talk about like the, the top items from each race. Yeah. Okay. Number one the British Grand Prix, the German Grand Prix. The Hungarian Grand Prix. Let's start with the British. Well, I think the number one topic I want to talk about across all the races is, is there any room left to hate Max Verstappen, or is he just the best driver on the tra track now? <laughs> I found some. Let's jump right into it. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah, I knew this was coming. I mean, listen, I'll, this is what I'll say. I'll, I'll, I'll lead off. I think John and Charlie deserve their victory lap right now. They deserve a little bit of gloating. Uh, I think it's 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 no shock to our listeners that that Rob probably has his tail between his legs right now and has to kind of just bow down and take it <laughs> from all the hating. And I I think I've been on the record and I've been building up to this for a while as saying that he's been really impressive this year. So I'm I'm on the right side of history here. I think Rob is really the one who has to defend himself. Yeah. I mean, May I? Yeah, please. <laughs> I think okay. I, and 
should we just do a quick recap of Max's performance? Yeah, well, 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 make, make, make Rob do it. Make Rob do it. <laughs> As punishment. Rob. Right. Um, at the British Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton won. Don't really recall what Max Verstappen did, to be perfectly honest. Um, at the German Grand Prix, Max it went at the german grand prix let me help you out here yeah, so british grand prix max had he came in fifth so not ideal but came in fifth the german grand prix max i believe won it yes and the hungarian grand prix he came in second although he was um a victim of his own team strategy i believe they left him out too long uh, Hamilton went for the pit in second, even though he was way behind, and then was just so much faster over the end of the race that uh, he passed him in the last couple laps. So, no fault of Max is my and, point. And wasn't the I think the British Grand Prix was the one where um, Vettel uh, took out Max, so he would have Correct. finished on the podium, Correct. maybe even two, and then Leclerc kind of got the got the third place. So good point. Thank you for that reminder. Okay. So, Rob and Merle, uh, you want to so take it away? I would say Max has had a couple of good races in a row. I'm not going to deny that. I don't think that he's at the top tier level yet. Um, I think that Lewis managing the brake problems in the, in the Hungarian Grand Prix showed that he's managing more, a better car manager, which is a big part of racing these days. And Max, um, you know, no word on Max managing any problems. Well, not to say not a, that's not a uh, knock on him. It's just that I'm saying there's no evidence that Max is a car manager the way Lewis is a car manager. And look, I'm not a Lewis lover, but I think Lewis is head and shoulders above Max. Um, I will give Max a lot of credit for how he drove uh, in Austria four races ago. Um, and I think he's been doing a good job in the last couple of races. Uh, you know, is he going to be a superstar? Yeah, he is. I still hate him, but I'll say I mean, that. Is he going I, my to tail, be? He is. My tail's not tucked. I just I hate the guy. And I'll continue to hate him, and I'll continue to fall, find faults where there are faults, and there are faults. So come to me for them. Okay. Okay. We're, we're with you. What are um, they? So I, I just, I'll jump in as um, while Rob collects his thoughts here. I, you can you have to be impressed with his driving. He's still a very unlikable character, but you have to be impressed with his driving. So. I, I don't know. I, it's hard. It's hard to. What are the right words here? Uh, you, but Rob cannot really fault anything he's done on the racetrack. I don't think he can. Uh, okay, I won't. Uh, just say he's not the best. You know, has he has he made mistakes? No, I just say he's not the best. I agree with that. That's just a, that's my so, statement. I told so, my son to battle for back. Lewis is okay. the best. So. Yeah, so the the issue I have with this statement is, yes, Max Verstappen is not the best, but he's also 21 years old, and I think he will be the best within a 
very short time frame. And that's why a couple pods ago when I was talking about is Verstappen pushing Hamilton, it's not as crazy today as it was when we were talking about it, that pod. And I think it's it's going to happen soon before I, I think it's kind of crazy to criticize the 21 year old for not knowing how to manage his car perfectly like Hamilton, who is excellent at it. Yeah. So can I, yeah. Cool. I, oh, I was gonna say he's literally, he hasn't finished out of the top five. In, so take that for what you want. Yeah. I will say, I, I think probably his most impressive thing is just how I think, and I think we talked about this before, but how much better he is than his teammate in the same car. And you can't oh, overlook God. that. That's very impressive. Uh, he's super young, so you know he's going to be in the mix for years and years to come. He doesn't, I mean, I think the amount he's improved over a single racing year kind of shows you his his learning curve and how quickly he can pick it up. And I think it's kind of scary how good he could be. Um, so, yeah, he's not he's not the best right now, but he could, he's definitely in the conversation. I think he will be there. Um, and I don't know if we'll get into it, but I loved the the his comments he made about if other people were driving Lewis's car, how many world titles they would have. <laughs> Who said that? Max. He said there are a lot of good drivers there. And he said he said to and you would like this, Rob. He said that if um your boy Fernando was had been driving the Mercedes car, he would have eight or nine world championships. Uh how how many does Lewis have? He's got five. five. Not, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not sure Fernando would have beaten that little bitch Rosberg in 2016 or whatever that was, but I'm not sure when else Lewis had a superior car Rob is just uh, that, he didn't, that he how, didn't take to victory. No, many, no, I think that does a, Fernando have two? Two. And Lewis has what? Six? Five. Five? Five. He has five. So I'm not sure, like, what car did Lewis not take to victory three or four times that Fernando would have? Maybe I, we, I, we might have to look back. I mean, I, yeah, I think you're right. The one that um, Nico got, Fernando would have. So I think he, what yes. he was saying is he, he assumes all of Lewis's Fernando would have gotten in Mercedes plus Nico's. Okay. And then maybe there so, were a couple others. I don't know. So I am a Fernando fan, but Fernando – Lost out to Lewis, Lewis's rookie season, same car. Um, and then I don't know what car Lewis's car was like in the Red Bull days, but um, I'm not, and I, and I wasn't following F1, but I'm not sure that if Fernando was in Lewis's cars in 2010 when the Red Bull was dominant, that Fernando was going to win. I mean, that's kind of like a ludicrous statement. Yeah. But, you know, he's a young whippersnapper. He doesn't know history. Of course, he's going to make a ludicrous statement like that. Oh, so doesn't, doesn't a couple items I'd just like to close the book on. Uh, one, I think we can all agree, and Rob, make a leap of faith here, that Max Verstappen is doing the most with the least. Do we agree? Not agree? He's winning races with the third best car. And I know some of them are luck. Like I, Germany has a bit of luck sprinkled in there. I, can I, I will say that I think the, yeah, maybe, maybe. But I think the Ferrari car has a ton of a ton of flaws, and it's been exposed yeah. this year. Like we all thought it it would be. So yeah, yeah. I I want to say that 
one, I'm not sure that the Ferrari car is definitely better than the Red Bull car. Two, it's really hard to say because Vettel and uh, Leclerc are both good drivers. So we kind of like know that's what the car is capable of. With Gasly's a joke of a driver. We don't know what the Red Bull car is truly capable of. Is Max a transcendent driver? And Gasly is just a normal driver and Max is just so that great? Or is Max a above average driver, a very good top three driver, and Gasly is truly horrendous? It's very hard, given what we don't know about the Red Bull car, to say that the Red Bull car is definitively the third best car. That's a fair point. That's a really fair point. We know, we know what the Ferrari car is because those drivers are consistent. Same with Mercedes. We really don't know what the Red Bull car is. So is it the car or is it Max? I've been giving Max credit, but maybe I shouldn't be. Can I ask a programming question? What's up with the Vanderslice blanket in John's background? <laughs> it's my uh, soundproofing. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. So uh, I, I um, think I, well, I'm, so. I'm, so to, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm now back off of <laughs> lucky Max. Like you're saying okay, everything well, I plays, said. You just had to hang out with me a little bit. Andrew. <laughs> yeah, plays perfectly into my second point. Then you then you have to admit Red Bull made the right choice leaving Renault to go with Honda. Now that we have a half year of races under our belt, I will agree. I, I mean, would, I would agree with that. They have a great Christian Horner is, is top notch, the best best in the world. Um, he's probably most. He probably has the biggest factor in Max's success this year, even <laughs> more than Max. I, I mean, it does make you question why what's his face is still around in McLaren. That loser Zach uh, Brown Zach doing well, dude. Uh, yes, but what, Zach Brown what? needs to go. Oh. He's still a sign of the old days. They need to fully embrace the new regime here. All right, let me pretty well. Let me go here because you just attacked my team. <laughs> One, I think that McLaren had to leave Honda, too much bad blood, and Red Bull had to leave Renault, too much bad blood. I think they're both better off with their new engine manufacturers. I think Red Bull's better off than McLaren because now they're a works manufacturer. But, you know, sometimes you just ruin a relationship and you got to move on, even, even if the engine is better. Um, in terms of Zach Brown, he was the face of McLaren because they didn't have the right people in place. Now he's put the right people in place. Everybody except Charlie is acknowledging that. And Zach Brown has receded into the wallpaper just as a good kind of like C-level guy would. He's saying, talk to Andreas. He's the head of the racing team. I'm nobody. I'm out of here. What more could you want, Charlie? Why are you blaming him? I saw him on Ian Poulter's Instagram not two days ago. Playing golf. Oh my! He's not allowed to play golf, John. Zach Brown was playing <laughs> golf with Ian Poulter. You don't yeah. hang out with Ian Poulter under any circumstances. That's bad, okay. Rob. That's well, bad. We that's are a... really. You guys are really stretching. I'm. I'm pro <laughs> Zach Brown. I like Zach Brown. I think he's been very good for McLaren. So I. I kind of disagree with Charlie on this one. Uh, but Red Bull's in better shape than McLaren. Sorry. Agreed. They also have a bigger budget, so what do you expect? Well, McLaren could put some, get some better sponsors, put some more money into it. So I, 
I don't want to put the cart before the horse here. I want to talk about a very specific point. In Whenever the, someone says that, they're about to do that. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to talk about a very specific point in the German Grand Prix. But does someone want to give like a generic recap? Because that recap, because that was one of the most exciting races ever, maybe. Uh, I'll I'll do a quick recap. Um, it was a wet race. It was they had to do a couple of laps behind the safety car then they stopped and did a standing start on a wet track which is the first time they'd done that since they implemented the rule in 2017 it was very exciting uh both red bulls had terrible wheel spin in the wet um and i think Verstappen has was in second position uh so mercedes mercedes leclerc one two three um but the, the track got, and then Vettel was way back because of the mechanical. The track was very ever-changing. It went from wets to inters to dries, back to inters to slicks, back to inters. I mean, and, and almost half the field crashed out, including uh, Botas. Hamilton crashed and, and, and had to, he didn't crash out, but he crashed and had to go get his nose repaired. Leclerc crashed out. Hulkenberg crashed out. I mean, Science crashed, but he didn't crash out. Uh, it was wild. He was up in one and spun out during the race, a 360. Yeah, he did a 360, but didn't hit a barrier. It was very exciting. And it reminded me of when I was watching some of the Hungarian Grand Prix promo videos. One of the passes at, at the Hungaroring? Hungaroring. Hungaroring was like a power slide through turn one. And it, when you were watching the drivers in the wet, seeing them barely able to control the car, kind of seeing it fishtail all over the place, I was like, that is the racing that's very exciting to watch when you can see that the drivers are on the edge of control rather than, oh, that car's on rails, it goes so fast through the turn. That's an impressive spectacle, but you cannot watch that 70 times through the same corner and be equally impressed. I love it when you see the drivers struggling to control the car. And we saw that in the wet. It was awesome. Here, here. Good point. I would like to get back to that. And I hope FIA is listening for the 2020 regulations. Get, take off some uh, sort of the, the easy button on these cars. I'd really one like of the, One of the proposals I've heard is make, make them lighter and put a huge engine in the back. So they're at about a thousand horsepower right now and i don't know what their torque specs are but just make it like an entire beast of a car so if you were to press on the throttle the whole way you'd kind of be like your car would like blow up or something and another way is lessen the downforce as well but many options yeah yeah but together with those yeah you're right so thank you for the cap here's we're probably going to touch upon some couple points here but I want to pose this question to Andrew specifically as Mr. Fedati. Okay. How was how do you justify the lack of in-race penalty that was given to Leclerc as he had an unsafe pit release when seven six, seven races ago in Monaco, Max Verstappen literally did the exact same thing and was given a five second penalty, which cost him a spot in the race. This time, so, Ferrari was on. given a so I just, monetary fine, the team, not Leclerc. Point, 
point of order. I don't know if you're using literally in the um, millennial sense or in the actual educated people sense. It was not literally the same because in Monaco, Max literally contacted Botas's car with his car. In this race, Roland Grosjean had to slam on the brakes and his pit entry was compromised, but they did not literally touch. So it was literally Ro- separate. Romain Grosjean was entering the pit, correct? Trying to he was go- trying to dive into his right. pit. And I think I in, mean, in, in Monaco wasn't they both were leaving the pit? Yes. So another difference, perhaps. Another difference. Some would argue. So, so I'm not going to answer that that silly question. Instead, so I both of those points point. are are I would say irrelevant. <laughs> I like I like to just give a shout out instead of answering that question. I like to give a um, shout out to my man Robert Kubica, who in uh, that race finished tenth and got a point, and he has with been one arm. Isn't that great? He's been in last place every single race. <laughs> okay, props and to Kubica. That yes, is just impressive. such a feel-good story. So rather than focusing on the negative, like Charlie, I want to I want to give a shout out to Robert Kubica. Okay, so thank you for not addressing. Does anybody <laughs> think it's reasonable what they, what they did though? Does anybody think that was fair? I think it, it they just changed the rules mid-season. To be honest, is my interpretation yeah, man, of it. An unsafe release is an unsafe release so it should be the same penalty i think yeah i agree the, the rules I, have been so wishy-washy all year i mean who's to say i actually <laughs> think that we all agree and the fia has promised to give time penalties to everyone going forward so oh my god until yeah. ferrari does it again i bet what ferrari has been the the losers of most of these penalties the entire year so, so yeah, just, they got so. one bad call, one call they, they didn't get called on. Also, do they give these dollar penalties um, based on the budget of these teams? Like, I mean, how, how is that fair? It's, it's and, what, and what currency is it in? Is it in the yen? Is it in the dollar? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's greenback. John, are you advocating for some kind of like, uh, Norwegian system where, or Swedish system where you're driving oh fines or... No, I mean that's why that's why I think the dollar thing is is a I shouldn't say dollar because I don't know if it is dollar. Although FIA almost sure, assuredly it is not the U.S. dollar. So well, it's the euro. Why? Euro. why not? That's one one owned by a U.S. company, right? Liberty Media. So it's gonna be pounds. Slam dunk. Euros. I just I just slam dunked on Rob right there. I don't know anyway. if that proves it. <laughs> Liberty Media is <laughs> I mean, not there. Liberty, but I'm pretty sure I'm still right. So and second second point, I, I no, I'm saying the monetary fine is a bad idea. It should always be seconds. That will hit you the same, no matter what. That's a driver Agreed. on track. Agreed. It's just hard for me to comprehend how during that time. They thought that was a good idea. Well, they, so so one of the reasons, one of the explanations that the stewards came up with was it was a, because it was a safety, wet weather safety car and they, everybody was trying to change to the correct tire. It was, the pit lane was incredibly busy, more so than it would ever be in a dry, wet, uh, dry race, even up behind a safety car. And so with, all that I think everybody's agreed that Ferrari should have been giving a time penalty. There's all this talk about, look, you're a team, you win as a team, you lose as a team. 
team did an unsafe release. They should have been getting a time penalty. They will in the future. Can we put this to bed? Yep. And I just wanted to hate on Ferrari, but. I want to hate on the stewards, not okay. Ferrari. All right. Um, so another big talking point that I think everybody's overlooking is the McLaren resurgence. And I have to say that the McLaren car has been looking good this year, especially the low drag concept. So it's been looking good on high-speed tracks, high-speed turns, bad on low-speed turns. I was dreading the Hungaro ring because it's a low-speed turn track. But McLaren qualified, what, they qualified seven and eight or six and seven? Was anybody out of position from the top three teams? Uh, what? I'm looking right now. I don't remember. And, uh, and then they both had good starts, and they both held off the other cars. I mean, it, Norris had a pit stop problem where the wheel gun failed, and so that cost him a couple of positions. But Sainz held his position and finished P5, and now they uh, McLaren has 80-some points, which is on track to, like, they're, they're over – twice as many points as their nearest competitors combined. So there'd be four now in the Constructor Championship. They have more points than P5 and P6 together. Um, and they're on track to just smash Renault's P4 from last year. And it's tied, just as an FYI. They're tied with fifth and sixth points. Okay. Okay. But I mean, I think so to see that them doing that on a slow speed track, I think speaks volumes to how they developed the car. And although a lot of the credit's been going to the new drivers and the new guy and Andreas, I also want to give credit to Fernando and the old guys who are <laughs> who are fired because this car is a product of last year's work. <laughs> and so kudos to all those guys for getting it to where it needs to be. Yeah, My bravo, God. bravo. Love you, Fernando. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Um, Anybody think that uh, McLaren will not be P4 at the end of the season? Uh, no. It's hard to say they wouldn't be. Yeah, they, they've looked so good. I mean, as, as in terms of best of the rest recently, very impressed. They don't show them much during broadcast, though. Yeah, I wish they showed them a little more. I, I love Lando. Yeah. I think Norris is yeah. a great guy. I mean, I, I, I like signs a lot. I, it sucks that Rob, this is Rob's team, because I would root for these guys. They're cool guys. Um, I have to say that I think that the broadcast, so does anybody know who chooses the cam cameras? I don't think it's Sky Sports. I think it's the F1. They control the cameras, and they control the TV broadcasts and they give it to whoever has purchased it in Correct. whatever jurisdiction you're in. Global feed, yep. I think that there's a look and, and it was kind of comical back when we had NBC Sports and uh, in the US and they would kind of be trying to ask for certain views like, oh I'd love to see this and this yeah. as if F1 was listening to them. Um, maybe they were. But uh, there's a lot of focus on the front of the race and I that's important, but I would also just like to see 
like good racing, not not just on replay. I would like to see the tight races. Like I barely even remember what the Williams car looks like. Can you, can you recall having seen it this year? Yeah, you know, awful. And I and I think I I agree with you. I think the the camera I find very frustrating. I think that every, I mean, even in the old feed, I hated it. And I thought Sky Sports was better, but I just always am frustrated by when they show which battles and then they always miss like a battle. And and even, especially in F1 where it's so obvious. <laughs> Get that mic away from your face. Oh, it's too loud. <laughs> um, it's so obvious where these battles are going to be because you can see how close they are with the timing. So, like, what you, you shouldn't be surprised by this. Just you know who's going to be battling. Go focus on them. Agreed. The other thing that they don't do nearly enough are those um, front wing camera views that face forward. Those views are so cool. You know what I'm talking they're, about? Like, they are good. Yeah. Like that's how you appreciate this racing because those cars are going so freaking fast and they're close like they need that on they need part of that on almost every lap it's insane they don't do that it's no brainer yeah something that i've seen in this like the formula1.com when they do the now they're doing their on track lap preview using the formula one simulator game or whatever they're trying to sell and it's from the cockpit view and i'm shocked at how low and how or your visibility is from out of, the, out of there. And I'm wondering, could they get a camera in there, maybe in the front of the halo low, so you would have an equally low, like feel like you're down on the ground in the car? Wouldn't that be a cool view? I, I mean, love yeah, that. that would be you're great. perched up so high on that T, that relatively high, that you've got a pretty good view in it, and it detracts from the, like, the raciness of it. Yep. I agree. Couldn't agree more. How do we get in touch with Liberty Media? Well, to give them our good ideas. I don't bribe them with, I guess, whatever currency they transact in, which is (laughs) (laughs) unless they're subscribing. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. All right. Should we do some, uh, should we do some life updates? Yeah, what's yeah. happened? Rob, why don't you go first? I feel like you've had a lot of... Did you... Life updates. Had you... <laughs> <laughs> had you moved since the last time we potted? I don't think so. I think I had. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was describing how miserable the experience was. Oh, yeah. um, so we're settling in. Every time uh, I'm home, I hang a few more paintings. And uh, we're... No, there's a lot. There's a lot of like. I just want to get things away, and that we can fine tune things later. Um, but it's been good living here. It's kind of a, a dream to wake up and go have coffee on the back deck. Um, this week, last weekend, we were in well, my family, my parents, and Charlie and I were in Vermont, up in the farm. Scoping out the land, preparing it for the party. We did a train ride in the Berkshires. Little, I don't know, it's only a couple miles each way. Um, scenic Berkshire Scenic Railway. Fun little thing. And then we went out for uh, lunch all together. This was Chris O'Brien's 2017 Christmas present. So um, 
what? paid with interest. <laughs> uh, and then we had a really nice rest of the weekend. Did some mowing of the fields with the tractor. Saw an indigo bunting. No biggie, but a beautiful bird. Um, took my children out into the woods. They were terrified. Well, Lee didn't. Lee wasn't scared. He saw two deer and didn't really even flinch because he doesn't know any better. Will was very scared of going into the woods. Kept saying, no woods, no woods. And then Chris didn't help matters by <laughs> pretending he was a bear and going, because we're all to absolutely lose this shit. <laughs> I mean, he may never set foot in the woods for a decade. Was this after he expressed concern about going into yes. the woods? <laughs> and then later, Mo went over and hit Chris with a spoon and said, bad, bad D, bad D. Um... So this week we are back in Newton, getting ready for the big Vermont party this coming weekend. If you're a listener, uh, hopefully we see you there because you're cool. I'll hand it <laughs> over. Um, I'll take it. I'll pick up that that stick. Um, I was in. I had a lovely week off in Rangeley, Maine. I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again, but it's a great spot. Uh, right on the right on the lake. <laughs> um, played a ton of golf, made a lot of strides in my golf game. After a recent YouTube video, as Charlie can attest to, I, I think I've gotten even better, even though I haven't practiced since then. Um, yeah, it was just I just read a lot. I read a lot about the the moon, the race to the moon. That was great. Um, kayak, stand up paddle boarding. Spent spent the week with Carolyn and her mother. It's always good. We finished a puzzle. I, I want to take credit for or a couple shout-outs. Number one, David Sabo is a great puzzle consultant. If you ever are struggling with puzzles or you don't know where to start, reach what, out. What kind of puzzles? Uh, jigsaw, mostly. Can we back up for a second? Yeah. How does one consult if you're not present at the puzzle? So I'll tell you what happened. So last year, a uh, huge issue. Carolyn and her mom uh, picked out a puzzle. Yeah, immensely challenging. They got so frustrated that they just quit early on in the week. And, uh, and and couldn't finish it. So my dad asked him a couple questions. What do you like? What kind of puzzles are you into? And then he says, I got the puzzle for you. Hands them this puzzle. They loved it. They thought it was great. They were able to finish it with a lot from, I think I pushed them over the edge on the last day. They said, they said to me, there's no way we're going to finish this puzzle. We'll have to take a picture of it. I said, that's not the right attitude. Let's finish this thing. Next thing you know, we're done by 9 p.m miracle story so overall great week i'll just do a quick pat on my back though <laughs> does your dad have a puzzle library i oh, yeah. uh, he's got a ton i told him uh he should i told him to start a store he's gonna call it one piece at a time where he's gonna offer <laughs> advice <laughs> he'll offer advice on what puzzles to to buy what, what were his I mean, that's, yeah, did i miss awesome. this in the story what what were his tips he, it wasn't really about the tips. It was more about what kind of pictures, like what did you struggle with? He asked some questions about what they struggled with the last puzzle, right? So like, I think there was a lot of just trees. Are these philosophical questions or more, are we getting more <laughs> literal? Metaphysical. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't like, I, you know, I'll be honest here. I wasn't present for this conversation, so I'm making up some of that, but I imagine that's what was said. 
I like it. Yep. The uh, indigo bunting is a is a, you saw a male, right? Where, Beautiful yeah. bird. I saw both of them. Oh, what? which one was that one? Very nice. Indigo bunting. It, it's possible. Rob, stop talking. That I mowed under their <laughs> nest. Oh. But, but it would have been the second brood of the year. You killed them? So I'm not too worried. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I didn't kill them. I may have mown their nest over. John, <laughs> can we get a what, – what's going on the far side of that door that's so loud? What do you mean? Why do you need soundproofing? Well, when oh. you, you were – I don't want to you know, rat you out here, but you were late to the recording. Can you, can you admit to that? Yes. Okay. Before you got on, a, a dog was barking upstairs. So that's why I put it up. Uh, was it Brower? It could have been. I, I did not see where the barking was coming from. Sorry. You haven't gotten your life updates. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> John's up. All right. I'm up. Jeez. Uh, when did we record last? I don't even know what, what's going on. Um, shoot. What is that, Charlie? The daily field card to mark the birds you've seen. Oh. You guys are such posers. Um, I, I I've been busy with this dog, to be honest. Like, uh, <laughs> what, what, I, I, what dog, John? I got a. Our listeners don't know. I think I brought him up on some pod. That's what I'm trying to remember. If I had, I think him. you brought it up right before you got him. Oh, okay. All right, so I mean that's a good life update. So I, uh, Liz and I got a puppy named Brower. He is part Wheaton Terrier, part Poodle. That combines to spell out Woodle. Um, he's <laughs> he's, prog he's progressing swimmingly, to be honest. Um, he's a good he's, swimmer. I bet he is. We'll we'll test that out. Uh, he's you know he's well house trained. He's sleeping until six six fifteen. Um, no problem. Uh, smart guy. <laughs> Ton of energy. Gets well with dogs. You know, I don't know. He's still, he's a handful, but uh, he's fun, and uh, he's going to be up in Vermont. So I'm hoping he tires himself out for about a week after this weekend. What's the craziest thing you've done for this dog so far? Oh, I would say nothing, but I know what you're getting at. So. <laughs> I mean, he, the first couple of weeks, he had a tough time sleeping. So yeah, I would uh, <laughs> help him. I would help him get to sleep some nights. Is that what you're referring to? I, so yeah, I mean, yeah, John. <laughs> Just crawling that crate with him, huh? If it was big enough, yeah, I probably would have. Yeah. Sure. So just for the listeners, John would sleep outside of the crate until his dog fell asleep. I'll, let's just say this, John. If you heard we, one of us had done that, you would have roasted us on this podcast. Well, it, it wasn't all altruistic, to be honest. I mean, I, um, like I wanted to sleep myself. So, so what better place than the floor? <laughs> Hardwood floor? <laughs> no, it's on a shag carpet, actually. <laughs> Oh, okay. I think I think I think the listeners will will have their opinions after that segment. He's doing very well. Uh, we just took him to the park recently. He loves playing fetch. He's really good with fetch. Um, He's a great pup. That's, that's good. What's that's which good I, actually, Charlie? You asked this. I and uh, Copley's paws were quite irritated. I looked at them this morning. They were pretty irritated. Yeah. Scuffed up. Yeah, Brower's paws were not irritated at all. Um, so yeah. maybe Prince that. Brower. Maybe Charlie will touch on that, the reason for the irritation in his life update. 
Yeah, so life update. July was good. Katie Mitchell Needham came up to visit us. Jan Charlie came up to visit us one week. Uh, been hanging out. We went up to. I went to Vermont, obviously, last weekend. Came back on Saturday post train ride to what Andrew is alluding to. Uh, na- neighbor Hawk, David Hawkins, had a little low country boil. You should try it if you haven't. Crawfish, uh, sausage, potatoes, onion, some shrimp in there. You boil it all up. You put some Old Bay. Delicious, time, delicious food. Walked off the driveway, four or five dogs running around like crazy. Um, 20 or 30 people there. Terrific time. We did that on Saturday night. Um, Sunday I had a packed morning. I, it really got in the way of me watching F1, actually. Becky wanted me to go to her spin class, which I did. Then I went to a barbecue with the judge she works for. So I didn't watch that race till till 9 or 10. So, so don't call me a hero, but it, it was pretty heroic. Um, and then this weekend, yep, Vermont party. Next weekend, going down to Delaware for a little beach weekend. I'm very excited for that. Uh, take a couple, taking three days off, and then uh, and then we're into I don't know football season. We have the league draft ahead of us. I have to get organized there. Lots to do in August, to be honest. <laughs> I'm jealous of your uh, Delaware Beach weekend. That sounds fun. So which three days? Which three days are you taking off? We are we are taking off out of Logan Airport Friday at six a.m. six fifty flying and we don't land until 10 p.m on tuesday so friday through tuesday you oh not got it you you will land somewhere in delaware before <laughs> tuesday like wow it's really <laughs> yeah you circle Sorry, yes i did not phrase that correctly yes flying to philly getting a ride from sarah down to the show and then back on tuesday night anyone else departing from boston uh yeah grant and carolina are on a different flight, but arriving roughly at the same time. Nice. We're going to meet Scott down at the shore, Strawberry and Julia coming up, Alley Cat. going to be a great time. That sounds fun. I have a life update addendum relevant to Andrew especially. A Massachusetts man was just found dead in his tent near Rangeley, Maine. No, oh. not true. True. Where you Maybe see- you know the height of land, which is a popular destination on the Rangeley Lake National Scenic Byway, just south of Rangeley. What is it called? Height of land. Oh, wow. oh he's an Appalachian trail hiker. Oh, yeah. Man, he's a through hiker? Wow. Well, I don't think he was a through hiker. I think he was out on the trail and he was found dead in his tent. Foul play or no? Yeah. Not that we know of at this point. Potentially a bear? He was bound. Oh, he was bound. No, he was not. For Mount Katahdin. Found. <laughs> that was really good. Okay. I mean, <laughs> making jokes at dead people's expenses are good. I'm gonna yeah. to, it might be too soon for you. I'm going to have to edit this out. out. It might be too soon. <laughs> can you strike that, please? That was really good, though. He was bound for Mount Katahdin. Oh, man. Good soundbite. Um, wow, that really hits home. One, because I'm also an Appalachian Trail through hiker. And uh, two, because I, I vacation in Rangeley, so double whammy to me. Yeah, life update. Keep alive. Could be me. Could have been me. 
Okay. Charlie? Oh, that's all the life updates. <laughs> Charlie does life updates. Okay. So what's up next? I uh, no, one more and then summer break or we're now in the summer break. No, summer, summer break. Summer right? break is on. Oh, I think uh Wait, someone, uh, someone, someone's getting married, right? A driver's getting married? Who? I think Magnuson. Really? I think K Mag might be getting married. John, do we have a low T update? Oh, um yeah, we definitely do. Uh the what was the uh the wet race? Um Low T actually, yeah, Germany. So Low T is currently out of the country. So I don't think he gambled on this. Race. I guess he could have, but I doubt it. He's uh, riding camels or whatever through uh, desert. On the winnings from all his bets, right? Africa. Yep. Yep, exactly. So the night before the race uh, in Germany, he goes, who are we liking to me? Text me. I said, not liking, loving Max for stopping. Mm. He goes, okay, I'll sprinkle, I'll sprinkle a couple units on that. Of course, Max wins. He won big on that, but he hedged and he put a unit on, I can't remember who, someone yes. who lost. Yeah. So he came out on top. Um, so he, he made up his previous losses. I think he's probably about even or he's probably under for the year um but uh, that was a big win for him he needed that for sure happy to hear that that's the yeah. best news i've heard all day yeah. thoughts and prayers for low t yeah you know you gotta gotta hit those bets and now he can pay for the the uh the, the high t like to get the t back up uh he can pay for that now so. oh does he need that supplement well his nickname you don't you don't low get t. low t for nothing you know like and that's you know. how t got his groove back <laughs> by, by sprinkling some units on Max Verstappen. <laughs> um, I know it is the the uh, summer break is the traditional start of silly season. So I just want to say a couple things. Ocon Botas, who you got for second seat at uh, Mercedes? Ocon, Ocon, hands down. Ocon, Tanzi one. Okay, yeah. that was easy. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait quick question on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think it will cause? Do you think that's going to be an issue for Hamilton? No, Ho- hopefully. Ocon is like no. is like ghastly. It's just a nobody. Wow. Okay. I'd like to go on record. I think it's going to cause some friction. Really? I think Ocon's pretty good at what at racing. He's going to be more competitive in that car than I think Botas is, and. I think he's got a little bit more fire in him that he's not he's not going to take these team orders for so long. So it'll probably go smoothly at the start of the year if he's in that seat. But by the end, I think it's a little rocky. I will I will for, forever think of Ocon as just him getting bullied by Max Verstappen in that line after that race. He's just a as push. He's should. a pushover. As you should. Okay. Um, there are some rumors about the top drivers about a, so Verstappen apparently has a performance clause that ends this Sunday. Um, so maybe he won't be, I can't imagine Red Bull would let him go, but if he exercises the performance clause, uh, there's some talk about him going to Mercedes. Lewis going I mean, that is the most storied constructor. 
think that would be the more dominant car. Oh my God. You think about uh, anybody hearing these, these things? This is what 20th page gossip. I mean, this is just fantasy that Mercedes is going to let Hamilton go. And then what do we think the performance clause is? I mean, Red Bull's winning races right now. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Okay. How how many wins does he have now? One, two, two, one, max, two, max, two, two. Austria, Germany, Austria, Germany. All right. So, do we think uh, we think Vettel stays for twenty twenty? Yeah. Okay. I think we're going to see a very similar driver lineup again. There, there were for, some rumors of him retiring, so I just was I, I didn't hear any more yeah. of that, but that was I'm not buying it. Okay, me neither. I think Ferrari's the same. I think Mercedes swaps out Botas. I think Red Bull swaps out Gasly. Yeah. Um, McLaren's already confirmed their two drivers back. I think Racing Point's going to have the two same drivers, so I think minimal change next year. Okay. Cool. I mean, Kubica's um, done, even after that one point. But <laughs> wow, how dare you! <laughs> what do we think about Alonso doing a full season with McLaren at IndyCar? I'll be honest with you, I really couldn't care less. <laughs> I thought he was done with hashtag done with McLaren after the Indy five hundred debacle. Yeah, no, apparently those rumors were incorrect. So, so what do you think about Alonso going back to Red Bull? Was he ever at Red Bull? Sorry, going going to Red, coming back to F one in Red Bull. No, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. Apparently, I never gave that much uh, talk because I thought Honda would veto it. But there were talks in Austria, and uh, Nuri says they were quote very close. Wow, I mean, who, who said that? New, Nuri? Adrian Nuri. Adrian Nuri. It's Newey. Is this the same? Yeah, is. Is the same source that <laughs> says Hamilton's going to Ferrari? No, they said there are rumors that that was happening. They don't have quotes from anybody saying it was very close. How, was, how like, deep? Are you saying just he was too many physically close to? <laughs> physically close to Alonso. Millennial close, literally. Maybe that's what they meant. Literally, <laughs> they were close for dinner. There's way too many hurdles there. One, you're going to totally alienate Verstappen. No, Two, no look, 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 Charlie, Apparently, it didn't work out, but that just goes to show that we all wrote that off, and some guy who was on the inside says it was actually very close. I don't so believe I, I don't that. Believe that a lot of crazy thing. stuff that who, happened. Who's the, the guy? I Nine don't believe man. this guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. Do you guys you don't believe Adrian Newey? I think no. I think be... this quote was made up. You know what Newey. I think wow. could be part of this? There's so many different languages being thrown around in F1. It's such yeah. an international sport. Who knows what people are saying? You know. I mean, the, yeah. the phrase "lost in translation" isn't for nothing. You know, that makes sense. Come on. I don't even know what a USD is. <laughs> Rob's saying Newey. <laughs> 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 Well, we can have some big news when we return to your headsets and speakers in well, late August. Yep. When is Spa? The last week? It's the last weekend in August, right oh. before Labor Day. Whoa! Will uh, I be over there? Uh, ooh, what? August thirtieth oh, to September first, John. Good. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Where? You're going to be there in the same country? No, I'm going to be in Amsterdam. You'll be, in, you'll be in Europe. 
Yeah. You can make the race on Sunday. Yeah, John, you'll, uh, yeah, John, there, you'll, you'll, convince, you'll convince Liz to go. You won't. Guys, <laughs> this is home race. Yeah. John. Max is a home race. There aren't going to be any tickets available. John, you've got, it. Right, you've got the, it. right around the corner. You got a flight. Jump on a train, dude. Yeah, that's 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 a Europe right there. Save the Mope. environment for me once. Mope. Oh, get a little cinquecento, huh? Um, <laughs> the problem Excuse here, <laughs> the, pro, the problem is I have a wedding. I believe it's Sunday wedding. They won't that's even the know you weren't there. All right, qualifying it is. Oh, good point. Wait, the wedding's on Sunday? I think so. That's, whoa. Yeah, the, do the bride and groom know what you look like? I mean, what does it matter? They didn't. I mean, I'd like, they, to, John, I'd like to say yes. John, they didn't invite knows. you. They invited Liz. Come on. I'd, I'd like to say yes, but at this point, who knows, you know? So it's a Sunday night race, right? You can make it from Belgium to Netherlands in an afternoon. To like two o'clock. It's a Sunday it? afternoon race. I'll just say Sunday my um, wedding. I'll say, I'll, I'll say my stomach isn't feeling well or something like that. Don't yeah. at, don't well, let Charlie yeah. book your travel plans though, because he'll have you taking off on Friday and landing on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the, and the yeah, and the hotel that um, we booked is for the wrong weekend, probably something, something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I am good at that. Well, welcome to my world. At least I haven't booked the wrong flight. <laughs> Or, 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 no part. or no flight at all. All right, I have to go. <laughs> all right. This has been good. Bye. Very little up one. Okay. Bye. <laughs> See you guys.